That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here's your Channel 94.1 news update with Molly on the Big Party Morning Show. So there's a study out that says stoners aren't necessarily unambitious and lazy. No more so than people who don't smoke weed. Cannabis use is on the rise. And uh, so some people are like that whole idea of like the lazy stoner. Well, like, I think just- people are smoking better weed too. I agree. It's sativa versus indica. I don't know which is which. Yeah. But the old school weed, you had to smoke a ton of it even to get a buzz. And it was a body high. We all know stoners that acted stonery. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Hang on. They talk like that. It's the reason why <laughs> Cheech and Chong talk like that, man. They just want chips. This new weed people are smoking, it gives them, like, energy. It gives you energy and it chills you out. It's not yeah. sit on the couch. It's yeah. get on a bike and go right up a mountain. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the high that I always thought would be fun is the uh, the one that makes you laugh uncontrollably. That's a good one. <laughs> Where you're just crying. You can't even catch your breath. Everything's That's more like just laughing funny. gas, though, right? Yeah. I mean, you can. Yeah. That there's just... lots of drugs that can give you the giggles. Yeah, I love the giggles. I don't know what it is, but I just love the giggles. When you well, like when you go laughing. to yes, <laughs> when you go to Amsterdam and their coffee shops, they that's like their their weederies, mm-hmm. and it is like a menu. Like they'll like, what kind of high would you like? Like, do you want the kind where it's like you get a deep dive, like super um, in, introspective? Do you want to laugh? Do you want to? That's how it is here that's how in it America. Is in the States now. Yeah, yeah. That's how they are in Denver. Yeah, that's cool though. They, I mean, they hit you with way more information that you you even can handle mm-hmm. and, and i'm just, like i don't know my buddy just told me to get and they're like all right sir <laughs> again stop saying you're buying this for your buddy this is supposed <laughs> to be for you <laughs> they really do and then they get back into the pitch yes and i like, start i don't know i was just given an order and that's only by what we hear <laughs> but jeez so yeah, I, right, so I've we're always saying said, maybe that's that's why it's getting a better rep. But we mm-hmm. do know that there's people. We've all seen it. You've seen the yeah burnouts stoner who's like moving slow, man. And they Not- do movies with those people like that all the time. I mean, they <sighs> they paint that image of the high guy who's eating Cheetos, sitting yeah, in his underwear. T- I mean, not doing anything <laughs> but watching TV. So, so cannabis use does not apparently have an effect on motivation for recreational users. So maybe it is too much of a good thing. Like when we talk about stoners, like it's if you do bake yourself into oblivion, maybe there is something where it's like, huh, what? I mean, there is a certain amount of brain cells that do probably get a workout. If Netflix- people are uh, Dave Chappelle fans, it seems like the whole world is a Chappelle fan now. Go back yeah. and watch his early movie Half-Baked. Oh, dude, that's a great movie. Yeah, and it's kind of feel-goody. It's, it's yeah. got sweet parts, a little romance, but it is absolutely hilarious. That is a great movie. Watch it this weekend. He's a guy trying to quit his weed mm-hmm. habit. It's a comedy. It's called Half-Baked. Uh, Netflix is going to launch the ad-supported pricing tier in November. They're trying to get a jump start on Disney Plus because they're doing a rollout in December. So it is believed that they're uh, trying to get the edge on the market 
They said everything is still in the early stages of trying to figure out how to launch a lower price tier, but this is the one where it basically be for like seven or eight bucks. Um, that's the rumor, and that it would be you gotta like like Hulu, you'd watch ads, but then you'd get to your your stuff. Um, and I guess I mean for people who are look willing to sit through ads just to get a discount, it'll probably. Why are we so afraid of these ads? I mean, I've, I've been watching shows lately, uh, and I don't care. It's, you know, it doesn't ruin my... You knock out your ads, and you know it's cheaper. And since we're all going to have, like, 12 different streaming services, it's the only sustainable way to do it. Yes. Because all of the shows we want to watch are fragmented to a different streamer. Mm-hmm. We can't be paying full boat for all of them. I'm starting to do all the bad habits. I've re-signed for Netflix. Oh, no. You're um, an I'm doing ESPN <laughs> Plus for football. Mm-hmm. But I already noticed last night there were a ton of things listed as ESPN, but they weren't on the streamer. Okay. What were they? They're on cable. They're trying to push you back to watching it on television. But you cut the cord, and that was an ugly breakup because they didn't care. So I've signed up for this Tubi. Yeah, t- is it Tubi? Okay, what is it? Whatever the hell it is. T-U-B-I. Oh, no, Fubo. Fubo TV. Fubo. I've done that before, too. I've got Fubo yeah. now, and that's a full subscription, but that's got everything, man. Yeah, Fubo's great. And that's what's interesting with Fubo is you can watch the local channels. So I can watch Molly the Bears game out of Chicago. Not even just WGN. It'll be like a side channel. Really? So you're getting like the local weather. Yeah, that oh, is I like weird, that. but that's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've had it for a brief moment, but I don't have it anymore. So whatever, whatever football game I watched last night, I was watching it on CBS out of Des Moines. And when the football game got over, I watched the Des Moines Nightly News. <laughs> and I was like, it's going to rain? I'm like, oh, in Des Moines. In Des Moines. Oh, okay. Wait, does what? It have, does it have DVR, FUBU? Does it that it might, does, but I it haven't used does. it. All right, it does. It's weird. It gives you the record button. Okay, because I didn't last time I, I had it, and that's the reason why I didn't stay with it, because I need to record. Now, let's be sure. honest. With all the different streamers that we use now, don't you think it's weird that you got to learn the forward and back and the pause, and they're all different? Mm-hmm. They're that all different. There's not streamlined. Well, yeah, the, that there's not like, like an industry standard. You, uh, YouTube TV does 10 seconds forward, I love it. 10 seconds backwards, whatever. That's slick. Where this, you, you, you could go frame by, I mean, literally second by second. So that was the hardest learn for me. Because I'm right. am I missing something? We all learned the best was your cable remote control. Mm-hmm. You had that thing down like you were a film editor. One, two, three, and four. Because, like, if you pressed it so many times, it would get faster and faster. Yeah. I'm trying to freeze the frame where I can see her in her bra. Oh, okay. Grace, no. You're two seconds forward. Rewind it back. <laughs> and now freeze. <laughs> oh. Get that money shot. Still the guy in his underwear. <laughs> no. Not that one. The other one. Can we work together, Cable? You really think that's what I want to see? Is the lady Cable's in the frame like- with her bra on. <laughs> Under dunders, under dunders, get her under dunders on. Uh, the weather in Death Valley could be record breaking this weekend 125 degrees on Labor Day. This is the like one of the hottest days on record. Marty, you've driven through it, yeah, I've multiple been, times. No, I've been, I didn't drive through it all the way, I went deep into it. Um, I mean, does it feel like if you blow a tire, you're gonna die today? There's no one out there, there's nothing out there, man. Like, do they warn you, like, gas is not for another yes. 100 miles? Like, all get that it stuff. now. You need to make sure you have water because if something that crosses your mind, it's like, well, what if something was to happen and you don't have enough water with you? Someone died last year, remember? Yeah, the guy ran out of gas or whatever and he didn't have enough water in his car. It's pretty scary. Um, and I went during the time where there was a government shutdown. 
So you knew there was no help. There was no help. <laughs> Nobody I mean, was they, coming. They yeah, shut down the restrooms. Or park, yeah. Nothing. They shut down the restrooms, and it was a free for all. And I, I was so I was getting upset because people were going where you're not supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Because that the reason there's reasons why you don't go in the desert like that. Because if you step on a, a wrong plan or whatever, that's what keeps the um, sand. The way it is, it's a delicate ecosystem. Yes, but they probably delicate. go there. That's how you know people are going those places because you're there too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's such a global Karen. <laughs> I am a global Karen. Uh, I remember when I was in a uh, uh, Moab or something like that. Joshua um, Tree was where. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, and I was uh, we were doing some rappelling, and the guy would on this little rappel deal that we did. The guy's talking. Don't step on this particular plant because if a human touches it, it dies. And it's like hundreds of years old, and that's what keeps everything together. And he looks over and you're sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think isn't the rule of nature we're not, we're not really supposed to be touching anything. Yeah, yeah don't, don't touch, touch don't take away, don't do any of that kind of stuff. Even with even in Hawaii, I'm such a global Karen. Wileen grabs some uh, some uh, rocks or whatever, you know. Nothing wrong with that. No, no, it's you're, you're, that's a curse. If you take sand or any type of lava rock or anything like that off of the island and bring it home, <laughs> you, you're you're going to be set with. We a all curse. saw Brady Bunch. Do yeah, I know. It's a curse, is what it is. And I told her that, and so Wileen took those rocks exactly where she got them and put them back. Good for her. She's Locals just tell you that so you don't take their stuff. That no. is, that's the curse. My thing is this. If everybody was to take something off of, uh, I don't know, to, well, like Molly, if everyone was to take a rock from a lake, there wouldn't be rocks there. Oh, trust oh, now me. Now he's trying to shame Molly for <laughs> yeah, what she's doing on her Right. <laughs> so Let you me think s- about that when you're taking well, your rocks. Here's what I was going to say real quick, and we're not hippies. Yeah. But you've gone scuba diving now. Sure. And what have we learned from scuba diving? When we're hovering below the waves over the coral, mm-hmm. we don't touch anything. No, you don't touch a thing. You're not supposed to touch any of that beautiful flowers and stuff under the water. But all that is is what's above the water. It's mm-hmm. just not submerged yet. I know. We're not supposed to So do you to ever be. swim over the coral and imagine what we're doing? We're in the forest. We're running through yeah. the coral and stomping on it and, <laughs> yes. you know, we'll rip off flowers or cut something in half to see if there's water in it. I mean, that one day or maybe once was submerged. It's just funny how we treat... It is. We treat it differently. or whatever, how we tromp around our earth. But, but our, you know what? If they, they were to say, hey, if you touch that, it's dying. You I, wouldn't. People wouldn't touch it, I think, because that's the coral thing. We keep touching it and ruining it. Um, that was the one thing hey I remember man. about Joshua Tree. They were just like, just just look. Look with your eyes. We learned slowly. About, we did the big family vacation one when I was a tiny kid, and we went to where party just went. We went to Hanuma Bay. Mm-hmm. I was probably like eight years old. And they were like, get on out there and touch everything. We <laughs> recommend you touch the coral and break it if you want to. You should throw it. <laughs> And then years later... We're all the sunscreen. You don't touch anything. You don't wear sunscreen in the mm-hmm. water, right? It's- yeah. yeah. The sunscreen screen thing is so real. That is real. In Hawaii, they're finally passing a law coming up soon that you won't be able to buy sunscreen that's not uh, protect... That yeah. That doesn't have the same stuff that's killing... The, the reef and everything like that. There's a new Isn't kind of weird? sunscreen that you can get that doesn't yeah. have the reef killing stuff, but it's super expensive mm-hmm. because it's, you know, I mean, we're all used to like going into Walgreens and being like, whatever, I'll take a can of that stuff that's $2 and that kills everything, but protects my skin apparently.
Global Karen. <laughs> Global Party's Karen. Party's new Big name. Party. <laughs> Global Colin. Karen. What's Colin. the peak today in Death Valley? 125, 125 over this weekend. Going to be Monday. 125. There are people that live out there that are off the grid. It's almost scary. There's like a little tiny community of... Like sand people from Star Wars? That's what I would imagine them to look like. Yeah, pretty bizarre. But it's a community that takes care of each other. And yeah, I... I never want to run across that. I don't know why it's scary, but it is. All right, 938-9400. That's it. We'll be back. See you. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Oh, good morning. 938-9400. All right, I got to share this. Jeff's got me working on a new uh, exercise, if you will. I Sometimes I feel like when I'm being mean, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. Being mean feels good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so he threw out this blanket line about somebody, and I just said, the next time you want to say something mean about someone, try and pause and flip it and th- say something nice about them. Now I know that you're listening. This like, is oh, come whole, on. Yeah, impossible task. <laughs> We're only saying Herculean how, task. We're saying how hard it is. It's hard. To come to the end of a sentence. Like if I were to say, say something nice about, say something about bounce. And part would be like, <laughs> if he applied that. Okay. I think so he'd just like, be silent a lot. So instead of making fun of his little hands. I'm not saying you got to do this all the time. Just once a day. Okay. <laughs> it's like mixing in a salad and some carrots. Never going to happen. So why would we pretend that salad and carrot thoughts would happen too? Well, <laughs> Just I saying. Guess. You're on the American diet of thinking, which is basically like everything I have to say is worth saying, even if it's mean. And I don't, I don't want to say that I'm a mean person. I don't want people thinking that, oh, he's, he says these awful things. I don't always say awful things. I it, it's hard to get a laugh by giving someone a compliment. Yes, it is. <laughs> Absolutely, right? it is. I mean, so you so, say funny stuff, and sometimes it comes across. If someone was just walking by and heard it and didn't know us, I'm sure they would be like, "You're a monster person." You're a monster person. You're saying the logic is as long as they don't know we're talking about them. <laughs> Did it happen? Did I say that? I have all the same logic. I'm like, well, I didn't say it to you. I, I was raised right. I talked about you behind your back like a decent person. I'm not a monster. I'm going to say something nasty. I'm not going to say it to you. God, what kind of horrible human being do you think I am? Yeah, I mean, I wait till gotta... we get in the car on the drive home and talk smack about you. You got to have limits. I mean, you know, there's uh... the, the, the line like your mom said, if you don't have anything positive to say something about someone, don't. Don't say anything. Say anything. Yeah, well, the three of uh... us would be mute. Well, right. Those, <laughs> that doesn't work for us. Those people are kind of boring. That's like a little Ned Flandersy. I mean, God bless. We are all supposed to aspire to be that. But those are priests. <laughs> right. That took a vow of silence. Because if they did open their mouths, they'd have a whole lot of not nice stuff to say. Yeah, they get to hear all the gossip. Think how hard that is if you're a priest and you go to confession. You're telling me they don't go in back and share a couple of stories amongst each other? Oh, dude. 
I I the would be bad at that. The, the ultimate gossip magnet. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm sure. You're like, you didn't hear this from me. You're like, oh, well, then who would I have heard it from? Let's be honest. How often do people really give up the goods in confession? They used to. Yeah, I mean, dad, back when my, that was like a I've thing. I've never done. So. My dad's generation, like my dad told the story of going in as a little kid and being like, well, I stole something. And then the priest would go, okay, I want you to say six our fathers. And then when we're done with this, we're going to go down to that store and you're going to return it. Like that stuff. Yes. Okay. Did my he... dad told me that story, and sadly, the message I got was, well, don't get real in the confessional box. <laughs> well, obviously, keep that stuff on lock. spend half the time getting ready to go into confession trying to drum up material. <laughs> like it's a show. Like that was weren't... a sin, but, like, wasn't something that was going to be, like, public shaming. Yeah. Like, I lied. We weren't going to get many of the real goods. It was like, I didn't take all the trash. I think I was meeting my sister. I talked back to my I mom. Swore, and you could tell the priest is bored. Like, it's like okay. you're so you're such a liar. Anything else? No, I think that's pretty much the only seven <laughs> sins since the last time I've seen you. Yep, been keeping it clean <laughs> since our last talk. Really? Oh my god! What is, it, is that? That's what that's called a vow of silence. That's the mm -hmm. vow of silence. So you're not supposed to lie to a priest in confession. God no. Okay. I'm That's not, like the worst know, kind of so. lie that you can tell. Like lying's already there. Okay, so there are levels of sinning. There's uh -huh. venial and corporal. Like there's like the corporal corporal sin and venial sins. Like venials are like the little ones, like little white lies and stuff like that. But like once you lie to a priest and that like bumps it up, it's like the difference between going from a misdemeanor to a felony. You're like, well, yeah, I mean. And then you decided to do Grand Theft Auto, and instead of just stealing, you stole a car now. Like, Don't you like, think you want to get something off your chest, though? I already like, do every day. On, I mean, I don't have anything. This would be the stuff no one will ever know. That's the reason why you go tell a priest. You go okay. tell your priest. Yeah, I don't know what I would. You've never been to confession in your life? No, no. I've never been baptized, Jeff. I'm going to hell. You know. <laughs> never too late. <laughs> Remember my family told me I was baptized and I, I found out that I wasn't? All that time, I thought I was a Catholic. And whenever I'd go to Mass with my family and my stepmother and everything, I'd question stuff like, wouldn't I, shouldn't I know this stuff? Why don't you go get baptized? Yeah. You should do one of those. I mean, it's not too late. Westo churches where they got like a, a, a jacuzzi. <laughs> a hot tub. On, on the altar. And every week. <laughs> All They're are welcome. Baptizing some gal that you saw on her OnlyFans page like six months ago. Now she's oh. saved. I thought about it, right? I was at one of those churches. I'm not going to say where. And they were doing the baptism after the whole thing. You really took it all in, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. Something happened really? and then there was this other thing. And so I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I've never seen a baptism before. So I'd see all these people come out of a room wearing the... I don't even know what color they were Her wearing. Baptism shirt. Yeah, baptism t-shirt, blue, whatever it was. And they all got baptized, and then the person got on the microphone and said, does anyone else want to get baptized? And I thought to myself, those people went through all this stuff to get baptized. Now you're just taking random Joes like me. And everybody started running up there, and I'm like... I didn't know what to think, so I didn't run up there. I just was like, okay. You're like, this is a trick. <laughs> don't you want to be saved? <laughs> got religion? Oh, Got Jesus. Religion, but, uh, anyway, all right. 938-9400. Be nice today. A good day. We got Molly's Minute coming up in a minute. Leonardo DiCaprio may have found his next love. Already? Enter Gigi right. Hadid. Ooh. Ooh.
Ooh. All right, get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, so Leonardo is back mingling. What's he doing? Who's he I dating? guess I no. I mean, I the. Scuttlebutt is is that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid have been hooking up over the summer. You know, it was earlier this summer that he and his girlfriend broke up, but we're all just finding out about it. Hasn't he already dated Gigi Hadid? I looked and I, I didn't see it on the chart. No, she was with uh, Zayn Malik, remember? They've got uh, a kid together. Um, so she's been busy, you know, hanging out with, with Zayn um, over the years. And I mean, he's... There's Gigi and Bella, right? Yes. Gigi's the blonde. Bella is the um, the brunette. Did Leo date... Bella? Uh, He's been through a Hadid. Maybe. I I mean, you know. It's not on his list. of. uh, Maybe they just went on dates or something. Maybe they just hooked up on the chart. It doesn't. He must be maturing because she's, you know, 27. (laughs) That's what I was imagining, that that Leo has a laminated card of everyone he's dated. And he runs into her and he's like, have we dated? He has to look down on his card. Oh, we haven't. Ooh. So how old is she? How long can they That's last? That's what I'm saying. 27. He's obviously ah. maturing. He's like, well, you know what? I'm going to break this cycle. Maybe I'll raise the ceiling to 30. So if this is real, this is the oldest woman he's ever dated. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. How unbelievable is that? That's got to be so weird. I mean, he must, where does he take her to like Golden Corral for <laughs> dinner and stuff? And don't it's break like- her hip. She's so old. <laughs> 27, I mean, like, do you have an early bedtime or is this like a diet thing you got to do? Well, his ex, one of his famous ex is uh, Giselle Bündchen. And the rumor is, is that the reason that Tom Brady had to take time off from training camp is because she is livid with him for uh, breaking his promise to, you know, retire from football and spend time with the family. That's the scuttlebutt is the fact that, like, it's all personal. Everyone's got different situations that they're dealing with. That was his, you know, talk. And that some are saying that um, that he had to go to the Bahamas with his family as, like, a make good to, you know, make up to her the fact that he is getting back out there. I don't know. I mean, I guess if your husband keeps telling you that he's going to retire and he doesn't, and it takes a lot of energy for the whole family. You know, something like that. I mean, how old is he? 46? 47, I think he is. It's 45. 45, okay. Gosh, um, I don't even know what to think about that because why don't she just let him play? I mean, they're, they really are fighting about... Well, if they agree the, I mean, to call it quits. Yeah, you agreed. Was, and, and she's... They probably had that conversation multiple times. Like, all right, I promise this is the last one. Let me go for it one more time. I'm sure that the big conversation was after New England. All right, honey, it's over. You've won a million. You're the GOAT. You've won enough championships. It's over, right? And think how hard he had to talk her into him going to Tampa Bay. Like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. And then he wins the Super Bowl. I'm sure she's like, all right, you're done. He's like, but I'm not. I mean, he told her he's done. And he's yeah. turning oh, I know around that. and changing his mind. Well, good luck, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just believe that he should be able to do whatever he wants. I mean, they haven't enough money to do work and go wherever they want. Watch him get um, destroyed, though, in yes. a play. Like, he could still get hurt. Yep, he very much could. 45, man, that's old in football. He can afford um, robot legs, though, and neck surgery. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. But maybe she's not that hot on, you know, 
having her significant other have robot legs in a... She's like, I told you. He's mm-hmm. just a human head on a robot body. <laughs> I should have retired when she told me to. <laughs> I told you. I'm going to be listening to this I told you so for forever. Uh, three more members of Saturday Night Live are not returning. What's so the deal? Th- they're... I can't get a straight line on this one. So at the end of last season, some of their heavies just, like, retired. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you had... Kate, uh, Kate McKinnon and a bunch of them. They're, they're saying this is the biggest cast purge, second biggest since 1985. In 1985, Lauren Michaels had left for a while, came back, and they whacked everyone in the cast. That's oh, the biggest house. ever. That was 1985. Normally, they don't make that many changes. This is the second most. It's okay. like eight, eight, nine cast members, I think. Yeah, because there's three more plus the four. That so seven. I mean, that's a pretty sizable. That's pretty much half the cast. If you watch the show, though, watch the open now. There are so many cast members. I know there's the main cast, but they'll say and featuring and featuring. They have they've got like another subset even after featuring. Yeah, they um, do. Have I mean, a they lot. will show them in the opening highlights, and you don't even see them on the show that night. You're like, why are you giving all these people a credit? I just think sometimes those the bits maybe go too long. Um, on Saturday Night Live, where they used to be quicker. Here comes Grandpa. So <laughs> here comes Global Karen. <laughs> and another thing, they have to go so long. <laughs> I'm never up that late anyway. I'm just watching it the next day on my recorded device. Pretty spot on, right there, Molly. Pretty spot on, right there. All right, nine three eight ninety four hundred. We got what's trending coming up in a couple minutes, Molly. What do you got? So the airlines, uh, they're starting their new thing today. Find out what you are owed if they start canceling on you. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. This is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941.